Hello everyone, welcome to the 13th episode of European Talks, a podcast by the European Policy Center, a Belgrade-based independent think tank. My name is Sena Maric and I will be your host today. Today we will talk about public services and service delivery. More and more countries worldwide are placing the administrators in the user's shoes and trying to understand the citizen's journey through the service request. Our today's guest is Gregor Virant, head of Sigma and former Minister of Public Administration of Slovenia. SIGMA stands for Support for Improvement in Governance and Management, a joint initiative of the OECD and the European Union. Mr. Virant, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Um, uh, let's start with the theory, let's say. Um, uh, what are, uh, in your opinion, the features of good and efficient governmental services? And uh, if you could give us some uh, examples from the most successful European practices that we could learn from in that respect. I think you put it very well. You said that uh, public administration should put itself or civil servants should put themselves in the shoes of the user. And this is exactly the, the focal principle of good public services. It is user centricity. It means that uh, services have to be organized around the citizens' needs and not around the silosis of public administration institutions. That's very important. It's also very important that public administration is responsive, which means that uh, user satisfaction and feedback of citizens mm-hmm. and businesses has to be measured. And based on the feedback, city, uh, services should be further uh, improved. Mm-hmm. Well, the third thing is accessibility. Services must be accessible both physically and more and more also uh, electronically. One of the approaches for getting the services closer to the citizen are so-called one-stop shops, Mm -hmm. which basically mean that public administration organizes the processes around a life event, birth of a baby, moving from one residence to another residence, opening a business, and so on and so forth. all the services which are connected to one life event can be are available on one spot, either physically, so in, in one office, or online on a, on, on a certain website. This is also very important. And finally, uh, of course, uh, improvement of administrative services is nowadays uh, possible to a large extent due to the possibilities of information technology. So it's about digitalization. But I have to emphasize that improvement of public services is not merely about introducing IT solutions. I mean, if you digitalize bad procedures, complicated procedures, cumbersome procedures, they will still be cumbersome and not user-friendly. So mm-hmm. it always has to be combined with the with simplification and with optimization of processes. Mm-hmm. Now you also asked me about some good European examples. There are many, of mm-hmm. course, and uh, when it comes to administrative services and to to e-government and digitalization, uh, one of course always first thinks about Estonia. Mm-hmm. Estonia is probably the most uh, propulsive, the most advanced country in this area. Now, why are Estonians so successful in this? Because they realized what is key for good public services. It is good digital back office. 
and mainly registries. The registry of population, the, the registry of vehicles, the registry of businesses, the registry of real estate, and so on and so forth. And it's extremely important that these registries are interconnected. And Estonians have built their success story on this. And as a result, I mean, there are dozens of, of examples, but I will just give you one. If you are selling or buying a used car in Estonia, mm -hmm. you can do it in two to three minutes from whatever spot on the globe. So you can be in, in Brazil, you can be in Africa, or you can sit home at home in, in Tallinn in, in, in your couch. Uh, uh, this refers to the uh, relates to the buyer and to the seller. And they can basically do it in a couple of uh, minutes. Yeah, that sounds incredible <laughs> indeed. Uh, uh, you mentioned that uh, digitalization is not uh, an end in itself. And uh, what we noticed from our research from the Weber project is that uh, the citizens of Serbia and of the region acknowledge the efforts of our governments in uh, the direction of digitalization of uh, public services, but on the, at the same time uh, cannot uh, take advantage of them, are somehow not using them uh, in a to a large extent. Uh, what do you think needs to be done to overcome this gap or like to inform citizens and make this digitalization culture uh, stronger? Well, um, first of all, um, we should not be nervous about that. Uh, why? Because the citizens must have right to choose the way of getting administrative services. It doesn't really matter whether you do it online or you do it in, in, in physical world. Sometimes it is even more practical to do it physically. Mm -hmm. Let me give you one good Serbian mm -hmm. example. That's the famous eBaby, mm -hmm. which is a, a, f a fully fledged uh, e-government project, but it's not an e-service. So parents do not register the, their babies and do not apply for a parental allowance online. It's not an e-service. The back office is digitalized to such extent that parents uh, can get the service in the hospital, which is the most practical solution, in a couple of minutes, 10 to 15 minutes without filling any forms uh, and so on. So uh, we should, we should, I mean... E-services should not be should not be an overwhelming mm -hmm. uh, uh, target. What is important is that citizens get good services. That is, that services are available. That they don't have to run from office to office. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to use of digital services, ma many things can be done. Uh, first of all, uh, digital services are uh, are primarily interesting for businesses. And I think businesses in Serbia use digital services quite a lot when it comes to taxes, when it comes to uh, reg registration of employees, to, to social insurances, and so on. It, it, this is quite broadly used. Uh, what can be done for the citizens? Uh, it's, of course, mainly promotion of electronic services. It's development of really user-friendly electronic services, of electronic services which, which don't scare mm -hmm. an average user. Um, but also about providing a user-friendly digital identity. Now, uh, advanced countries have, have um, um, moved from classical electronic uh, ID card, which is basically a plastic card with a, with a chip on it, uh, with a digital certificate on that chip, have moved, moved from that to mobile identification. So you basically identify yourself through your mobile phone 
and you don't need a card, you don't need a reader, it's all very, very simple. So simplification of digital identity is also very important. And how far along is uh, Serbia in that respect? Or if you could also link to other Western Balkan countries, if some of our countries stand out in this regard. Yeah, um, you will be, maybe you, you will be surprised uh, um, when I say that uh, the Western Balkan region is not doing bad in this mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are other areas of public administration reform when there is much more room for improvement, like mm-hmm. uh, professionalism of, uh, of the civil service, uh, better processes of policy making, uh, and so on. When it comes to services, uh, many countries are not doing bad at all. And Serbia, I would say, is one of the countries which uh, have uh, advanced the most in uh, recent years. Let me give you a couple of good regional uh, examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the eBaby project in Serbia, you have the ESUP or e-administrative procedure project in Serbia, which enables uh, the citizens to get rid of hundreds of thousands of, of uh, uverenia uh, and potvrdas, so of, of, of different papers and certificates, makes life much, much easier. And there's a good example of uh, Albania, uh, which created uh, service administrative service centers, so-called Adisa Center. There is a good example for in, in Montenegro when they have created an integrated system of social uh, benefits, which largely simplifies procedures, but also prevents uh, abuse of social benefits. And you have a very good system of Uh, electronic uh, application for building permits in Serbia, both Serbia and North Macedonia. Now, to be precise, uh, Serbia is ranking top 10 globally when it comes to building permits now. And Macedonia is very close, uh, I think around uh, uh, position 15, uh, 17, something like that. So they're really, really good examples. And uh, if you look at the... uh, at the, uh, the international rankings, like for example, the doing business, which is very much about uh, you know how uh, administ- public administration works, how services are provided. Uh, you have you have North Macedonia uh, globally ranking on position number seventeen, so one of the best performers. Serbia has been in recent years one one of the best reformers, so has progressed the, the most, and is now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, at position forty four. So things are. <coughs> improving i think we have to be uh, optimistic and we have to acknowledge acknowledge that things have changed for the better mm-hmm. um, now let's talk a bit about the challenges of introducing these new novelties in uh, service delivery uh, one of the findings of our research was that uh, protecting citizens personal data and tracking them uh, causes many fears among the citizens. I guess this is a global um, thing and global trend. Uh, the need and necessity to protect personal data versus uh, digitalization and uh, e e phenomenon. Let's say worldwide. How to reconcile the two? What do you think? Yes, I I fully agree. I mean, everybody would agree that uh, data protection is uh, very very relevant in this respect. Uh, but it's not so difficult to protect personal data when data are exchanged for the purposes of administrative services. I would even say that I don't see any uh, additional uh, dangers and threats and risks compared to you know to the paper databases, to the physical databases. 
the old databases, which were on paper, they could also be misused. So what is important about personal data is that the rules are very clear. So public administration can only use them for, uh, for lawful uh, purposes, for example, for administrative procedures. Um, every, uh, every access to data must be trackable so that whichever institution of public administration uh, looks into your uh, personal details, into your personal data, there must be a trace of it. And thirdly, good, effective control. Institu an institution or several institutions, institutions which can, based on risk assessment, come to visit the public administration institutions and check in, in to, de to the tiniest de detail which data they have accessed, why, was it lawful, and so on and, and so forth. So um, I would say that it would be wrong to uh, slow down or to be afraid of digitalization and of data exchange because of mm -hmm. the threats of, of abuse of personal data. Right. It should be taken care of, but it should, it's, not a it's not a threat mm -hmm. and we should not be afraid of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why it's important to explain to the citizens that these fears are maybe unfounded. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, when it comes to the citizens' involvement in uh, design of uh, services and uh, service design and delivery, um, why do you think it's important to include them? Uh, many research has shown that there is a strong link between uh, the customer service and the quality of service delivery. So, uh, can you give us some yeah, more ideas? Absolutely. I mean, that's uh, this goes without saying, and it's mm -hmm. very logical because once you enter public administration as a civil servant and you uh, pursue a career in, in public administration and you work in public administration for years, even for decades, your perspective changes. So you are in a way professionally deformed and you don't see things in the way that an ordinary citizen would, would see them. So this is why it's so important to ask the users, the citizens and businesses, how would you want this service is to be organized. And uh, at the end of the day, all civil servants are also citizens and they're also users of, of, of the services. So it should be very easy mentally in, in one's head to switch, as you nicely put it, from the shoes of a bureaucrat to the shoes of a, a citizen. And this is, for example, this was the recipe for the success of, of some of the projects which mm -hmm. which which uh, I mentioned, like the like the, the famous eBaby project in in Serbia. This is exactly why, because you know many <laughs> civil servants are also mothers or future mothers, and it's very easy to ask them, how would you like this service to be organized? Maybe a bureaucrat would say, well, we have to offer uh, electronic services. And the mother will say, no, I don't want an electronic service. Because I don't have time to go online, you know, after leaving the hospital with a small baby. I will not go, I will not go online. I will not surf on, on, on internet. I would prefer to have this service done in the easiest possible way before I leave the hospital mm -hmm. without taking more than 10 minutes of, of my time. That's how they want it. And this is this is how um, what are then the mm -hmm. methods of collecting citizens feedback we know about these satisfaction surveys and what are the other methods well focus, gr focus groups are, mm -hmm. uh, are a very good uh, uh, practice or mm -hmm. a very good method because 
in focus groups, you can ask different types of users, the young, the, the you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, the older um, students. Uh, how would you like this service to be organized? Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, sometimes you are surprised because sometimes they say, um, well, we would like to get rid of this service. Um, sometimes the best administrative service is no administrative service. Um, let, let me give you an example. There are many uh, European countries which uh, uh, abolished uh, the tax, uh, the income tax declaration, like mm-hmm. like my country, Slovenia, for example, and replaced it by by the tax authority sending an information to the taxpayer how much he or she owns at the end of the uh, uh, owes at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And if you're okay with, with, with that calculation, you, there's nothing to do. No, no, no administrative arrangements, no uh, bureaucracy. Um, uh, well, actually, here in Serbia, it's, it's very similar because you have a flat tax rate to, 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 to a certain amount. And, and for everybody who pays this flat tax rate, there's no tax declaration, basically. It's very simple. So no administrative service. Can you imagine? There are many countries boasting, um, uh, bragging about electronic tax declaration. Yeah. But you in Serbia, you can say, well, a, a vast majority of our citizens, of our taxpayers, they don't even have to declare taxes. Mm-hmm. So your service is even better than the best electronic service of an EU member state because there is no uh, administrative procedure. There's nothing to, to, to lose time with for a citizen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and what does uh, Sigma as such uh, do to support the countries of the region, improve their uh, public services? And in general, let's now broaden the topic to the public administration reform as entirety. Well, Sigma's main role was and is to develop together with the European Commission so-called principles and standards of uh, European standards of, of good public governance, of good public administration. Um, you may or you, you, I'm sure you know that there is no formal acquis communautaire uh, when it comes to public administration in the EU. So there are no directives, no, no, no regulations. Um, and it is very important that a framework was uh, has been developed which tells to the countries what standard standards they have to meet to be treated as you know uh, as well developed uh, uh, public administrations with sufficient administrative capacity to cope with all the ch- challenges of of the European uh, Union membership. And based on this very very uh, sound and and and, and uh, coherent and systematic framework we also do assessments in countries which inform the european commission's progress reports on on enlargement countries we also work with with neighborhood countries in the east Mm -hmm. and in the south and besides uh, apart from working with the commission and for the commission we also work with the beneficiary countries with the enlargement and neighborhood countries uh, helping them to uh, in different projects of, of improving their public administrations mm-hmm. uh, in uh, preparing new laws, new policies, uh, but also uh, more and more in implementation of those policies. Because mostly the, the laws are in place. It's now much more about implementation of these laws. Mm-hmm. And based on your um, methodology, which allows for comparison between the countries in fulfilling the principles uh, and attaining these goals, uh, 
Uh, do you think uh, that some sort of public, uh, sorry, peer pressure has been created between the countries? Did yes. it produce any positive effects that can be then emulated in other policy areas? Yes, I think there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of healthy competition mm-hmm. in in this area, and uh, it's it's not a surprise that this area is advancing uh, the in the more in the fastest way and is also uh, the best scored area of public administration reform uh, it's not a surprise because this mm-hmm. is what this this is an area which is really directly tangible mm-hmm. for the citizens citizens mm-hmm. and businesses can see the results uh, here uh, yes there there has been healthy competition and a lot of good uh, projects and results have been uh, produced mm-hmm. of course there are some there there are some countries which are really the, the front runners uh, Years ago, it was uh, North Macedonia, mm-hmm. for example, with this, I, I mentioned the example of building mm-hmm. permits. In recent years, it has been Serbia. Uh, Montenegro is, right now, as we speak, going about um, very um, ambitious projects of, of simplifying and improving administrative procedures as well. So it's, 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 it's moving. Albania with, mm-hmm. with Adisa uh, Center. So, yeah, every country has to show something and has has a good practice to show and by the way sigma mm-hmm. is organizing uh, next year together with respa organizing respa stands for regional school for public administration exactly mm-hmm. uh, we are organizing together um, a competition a best practice award mm-hmm. competition mm-hmm. where all the countries of uh, the western balkans will be invited to submit their good practices of different institutions and then the best practices of public administration will be in a way uh, awarded. Mm-hmm. This is something which we will talk about very soon in the framework of the public debate we are organizing together with the Info Center as well. Uh, Mr. Virant, is there anything uh, that you think it's important and that we haven't mentioned now in this talk? That you would like to um, say? Well, I would say for specifically for Serbia, I would say that uh, for the future, it would be extremely important to to spread this uh, spirit that has been created in the center of government, mm-hmm. in the prime minister's office, in the office for e-govern- e-governance and IT, to spread it uh, across the board to all institutions of, of public administration. Mm-hmm. Because so far, I think the best the best results have been achieved in the areas where. Uh, you know, which were under uh, uh, direct uh, control or or uh, directly led by the center of government, by the prime mm-hmm. minister's office, but by by the uh, um, office for for IT and e-governance, mm-hmm. and this is of course not not enough. There must be, uh, if we want public administration services to 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 be better um, on a daily basis, to advance all the time, this new mentality mm-hmm. and this new approach has to be somehow internalized by all public administration institutions and particularly by the management of, of, mm-hmm. of, of public administration institutions. And also in ministries by ministers, by all ministers, not only the prime minister and one or two ministers, but all ministers, because you have services in every area. You have services in the area of, of, uh, um, uh, of interior, for instance, passports, uh, ID cards, and so on and so forth. And so it's very important that the ministry, the, the minister himself, the ministry or herself, is uh, uh, focused on simplifying and improving services. Every minister and every agency. Mr. Virant, thank you very much for being our guest today. Thank you for having me.